At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. A warmer for me, low. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas. Actually, it's not Lovey Las Vegas. It's lovely Maui, Hawaii for Cusco Soups with myself, Greg Eves And now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. And we do have a great podcast for you guys. We're going to be joined in the second segment by Mid-Major Matt, a.k.a. Matt Joseph. It is getting to be the dog days of summer right now, so we're just going to talk to a fellow handicapper and a man that absolutely loves his mid-major college basketball. Just some of the things to take a look at coming into the season. Some of the things that might wind up going a little bit under the radar in your preparation as well. A big thing that we're going to be talking about is players that, as I call them, are out of sight, out of mind, that oftentimes do wind up getting a little bit overlooked when doing handicapping, when getting prepared for the upcoming season, and the importance of not overlooking them. I'm also going to be chatting with them about how it's a little bit different just getting prepared for the college basketball season now than it was even, say, three, four years ago because, as we know, the advent of the transfer portal and so many guys moving around from school to school, that has caused for things to be a little bit more different. So we are going to be having that chat with Matt in the second segment. Going to be doing some conference previews within the next few days. I'm getting prepared to do a MEAC conference preview. I'm hoping to do an Ivy League preview as well. And then I'm hoping to do an Ivy League preview at some point within the next, I would call it 10 days as well. And then on top of that, we still got Conference USA to do. They're going to be one of the conferences most affected by conference realignment as well. So it is one of these instances in which I'm still trying to pool things all together, trying to find out who still winds up covering the conference, which is why I've been on a little bit of hiatus on that one because I tried to do these all in alphabetical order from the low to mid-majors first, and then when we wind up getting into the Power 5, those are the ones I wind up covering towards the back half of the offseason, along with the Power 5, obviously, the Big East. I throw in there the American as well. I consider that to be one of the biggest conferences in all of college basketball. The West Coast Conference with Gonzaga, that's always at the end in terms of alphabetical order, so that actually works itself out as well. And if you do have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we will fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at GUnit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters M. They mean does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. The other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you're at this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast. Find that five-star review. Did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, but we had a great chat back while I was still in Las Vegas before going on this short trip with our good friend May Major Matt, a.k.a. Matt Joseph's excellent handicapper. And for those of you guys that love college football, doing a great job with his previews over there at Athlon Sports. So just want to pass that along and we're going to have a great chat with him next right here on Coast Coast Soups with myself, Greg Spears, and now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Las Vegas for Kiss Kiss with myself, Greg Eves, and now part of the Beeson family, a podcast. Great to have on our guys. As this man is an absolutely tremendous handicapper, and right now we're talking about college basketball, but he also does a great job with the other college sport of college football, doing a great job taking a look at a lot of season wins over there for Athlon Sports. So he does an amazing job there, and as you know, he is a man that when you've got the name mid-major match, You've always got to be doing a solid job of college basketball and you're in and you're out. Matt does a great job on that front as you're able to follow him on Twitter at MidMajorMatt. That is all together. And for those of you guys that like baseball, I've also got my baseball betting show in which Matt has joined me on quite a bit. And 
always delivers the goods there. And Matt always delivers here. Great to have you aboard, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, wonderful introduction. And as always, glad to be talking to you. I'm glad to have you aboard as well. And Matt, you and I, we are both sickos for this game of college basketball. We absolutely love it. And as we both know, bets that are won during the season, it is a lot done through great prep time, being able to take a look at things. And with now the COVID year, you've got a lot of guys that are returning for their fifth, sometimes their sixth years in rare circumstances. And I feel like I don't need to wind up taking a look at freshmen as much, but I do have to try to gauge how a guy is going to be able to fit from one school or the other. I don't know if you find yourself sort of in that same vector, but I've really been having to take a look at these transfers and trying to gauge the overall fit to the new schools that they're going to be going to. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you don't do your research early enough and you're sitting there looking at rosters, you're like, wait, that guy went there and that guy went there. Like, I'm not saying that I'm ready for college basketball as if it was tomorrow, but I'm certainly keeping track of the rosters and things like that and being in Virginia, you know, watching what VCU does and Richmond does and Tech and UVA. So, you know, there's a ton of college basketball teams in the area. And as always, there's a lot of movement involving those schools. So doing whatever I can to kind of keep up with it just on the outside a little bit like like, oh, that's pretty interesting. I'll have to remember that. But yeah, if you don't do it this early, at least, they're going to be sitting there looking for name tags, it feels like, when you get to you know October and early November. And I think that you bring up a really interesting point there as well, because I'm always one of those people that I always use this sort of a term. It's sort of like a college research paper. If you're given a 10-page research paper that you need to do in three weeks, you don't need to do the 10 pages in one night, and then you wind up having 20 nights where you're just sitting there on your rear, you probably haven't done the most thorough job if you wind up getting it done in one night as well. But at the same time, you also don't want to be waiting 19 and a half days. You've got a day and a half left. And it's like, oh, I've got to write up these 10 pages. I think that just taking an approach of just being in the motion of it a little bit as well, because I mean, this also winds up going to a little bit of a real life example of if you wind up taking a vacation that first day back after you're off for like two weeks, it's always a very much a slog and just being able to keep in practice with it, even if it's just taking a look at a few Twitter handles of guys like Jeff Goodman, John Rossine, list goes on and on of the guys that we all know and love in college basketball and being able to catch up on the news and notes for a few minutes. I think that that does a lot of good. And I think that it's good to just not get like completely out of the practice of taking a look at what's all going on. Yeah, and certainly. Obviously, look, a lot of people are doing their college football research. The NFL's coming up soon. Those will take up a lot of people's minds. But yeah, as you said, just, you know, every once in a while when John Rothstein says, ooh, you know, so-and-so is playing so-and-so, just mentally be like, oh, so who's on those rosters nowadays? What's my early thought? What could the line be in that sort of thing? There's a lot of people who do a great job in terms of dropping schedule notes. Now we're starting to see full conference schedules come out. I mean, I think it was 15 or 16 teams have already released their full conference schedules and full full schedule. So, you know, it's just kind of doing some uh, scratching of the surface. And you always know that those first week or so, we know as much as the books do about these teams. So that's when you could certainly take advantage of some bad lines. I agree with you. The first few weeks, they can be very, very profitable if you've done your research so well. And speaking of schedules, Rocco Miller does an absolutely amazing job of that. He's over there at bracketeer.org. So for those of you guys looking at a lot of schedules, that's a Resource I certainly recommend for you as we do have Matt Josephs, a.k.a. Mid-Major Matt, joining me right here on the podcast. And when it comes to just being able to do your preseason research as well, as we know, we're going to get some, I always call them funky bunch matchups. When it comes to the non-conference late, you wind up having your schools out there in like the SWAC, the MEAC. They wind up doing their tour of the country to be able to 
fund all of their programs for other sports as well. Like the women's water polo team is relying upon, shall we say, like Coppin State winding going to Maryland and getting destroyed by like 30 points. Although I will say Sam Sessions going to Coppin State, that's going to be able to help them out a little bit. But I do think that when it comes to being able to rank some of these mid-major teams, if you want to be able to dive in on a lot of these matchups early on during the season, because you're going to have a lot of strange matchups. I know that there's a lot of conference specialists out there. The non-conference portion of the schedule, you're probably not going to find as much for if you are one of those. But I do think that taking a look at sort of the divide between these super powers out there in college basketball versus the low to mid-majors, it feels like it's gotten a little bit more equal in terms of the transfer portal. I'm not sure if you feel the same way, but typically games that would be power rated with like a 30, 32 or so point spread, it feels like it's shrunk a little bit to more like maybe a 27 to a 28 point spread in that instance. Yeah, and we're seeing some you know redistribution of the wealth. Unfortunately, it feels like it's group of five and non-power five schools kind of sharing the wealth to some of the other ones. You kind of you know take a look at, but but some of those guys, I mean, look at Imani Bates going to Eastern Michigan. I mean, that's going to be huge for Eastern Michigan, especially with some of the other guys they've got coming in and their head coaching choice and it being the Mac. I think it's a good choice for him, especially to get on the radar. If he's dominating and doing, you know, 25, 30 point nights, he's going to get in the headlines as opposed to going someplace else and kind of blending in a little bit. So we are seeing some good movement amongst the non-power fives as well. I agree with you. And I mean, it has been one of those things where in the transfer portal, something that has really become impactful for how we wind up taking a look at college basketball. I think that a lot of people were fearing that it would really doom a lot of these, shall we say, low to mid majors. But I honestly feel like it's helped them out quite a bit because while you do have a lot of these guys, like your guys that wind up going from Murray State up to LSU, a lot of that has to do with the coaching change as well. But while you do wind up having these guys that they wind up averaging like 20 points per game, at a little bit of a lower level. We've also seen a lot of guys that they're not getting sort of the playing time slash role that they feel like they deserve in the insert your power conference here. They wind up going down to the lower level and all of a sudden they wind up being able to tear it up. And I actually feel like in the overall scheme of things, it's actually helped out a lot of these mid-majors more than it's hurt them. Yeah, and there's certain schools that you know are always relying on them. I feel like South Alabama always has like five or six transfers coming in. This year, unfortunately, because of all the people leaving, St. Bonaventure is going to be basically a team of transfers, it feels like. So, yeah, there's certainly some programs that you know who are going to have a lot of transfers because the players up above know that the guy's going to take care of them. You know, Western Kentucky always sprinkles a couple of those in. So there are certain coaches who know that their bread is going to be buttered by a lot of uh, of transfers coming in from other programs. To your point with St. Bonaventure, fewer than five returning points, not fewer than five points per game, fewer than five total points are going to be returning to that roster from last season. So that's going to be really interesting to take a look at. And that enters into a little bit of a new ball of wax as well, because I ain't no doubt St. Bonaventure, they're going to be a team of transfers, as you mentioned. They've got fewer than five points in total that are returning from my season, you mentioned it with South Alabama, another good example of a team that they really build themselves via transfer. And I do think that it is important to take note of this as well, because chemistry, whether it be just any form of basketball, we saw with the Olympics for Team USA, it took them a few games before they wound up winding into form because they didn't have a lot of chemistry actually fading them when they wound up playing their games out in Las Vegas during the summertime prior to the Olympics. That was profitable. I mean, look no further than the NBA with the Brooklyn Nets, a team that didn't have chemistry all year long. If you were fading them, you were making a lot of money, the LA Lakers as well. And I feel like the same winds are going for college basketball. 
first back half of the season, some of these teams that they do rely very heavily on transfers, they're going to be profitable for you. But I noticed, and we even saw last year with Arkansas, teams that they wind up relying upon transfers, I feel like they're good fades early on in the season. And then if you wind up seeing them be able to buckle down, be able to round into form, they're good bet-ons late towards the back half of the season. Yeah, it's almost why I wish, and I know they were discussing it, I read in the Matt Norlander article, some sort of February display for the for the mid-majors. I almost wish there was more non-conference games later on in the schedule, and I understand that that's when conference play is, but you know, as you just said, the team you are in November, when you play some of your bigger games that's going to help your resume, you're not the same as if you played those games in February when you've had some time together. And of course, we know that everybody's got their preseason practice schedule, and some stuff gets done there, but you really don't officially learn about your team until you get out on the court. So really, I do wish there was more non-conference teams. I was one of those guys, much like you, I'm sure, who loved the Bracket Busters and loved how they had every single team involved. And you got some of the weirdest matchups of all time, but it was just a great weekend for me. And I wish we brought something back just like that because it helps the mid-majors. That Bucknell versus Northern Iowa game a few years ago, I think it was in 2006 when Bucknell wound up being a nine seed in the NCAA tournament. That was absolutely great theater. I would certainly love to see something like a Northern Iowa versus Vermont, which was actually a non-conference matchup that we wound up getting last season. But I do think that that is something to really take a look at. And I agree with you. I mean, we do wind up getting the SEC versus Big 12 challenge, which that's actually one of my favorite things to handicap as well. I've had quite a bit of success in recent years with that challenge as well. But to your point, I do wish we wound up getting a little bit more of that as we do have mid-major Matt, a.k.a. Matt Joseph, joining me right here on the podcast. And when it comes to some of these mid-major schools that you're a little bit more bullish on coming into the season, who are a few that you're taking a look at and you feel like maybe they're not getting the love that they deserve and you feel like they've made some good moves this offseason? I think first off, you got to go VCU. I mean, everybody's talking about St. Louis. Everybody's talking about Dayton. Everybody's talking about Loyola, Chicago. And rightfully so. All those teams are going to be good once again. But I mean, VCU, you know, they had a couple of transfers out. But once again, Mike Rhodes does it. And I hate to refer to it like this, but Mike Rhodes did a solid job shopping. He added a really good three-pointer, a shooter. He added some size and a couple of Michigan transfers coming to VCU. And you know that if they're coming there, they know Mike Rhodes' style. They know the way he wants to play. They know they're going to have to earn their time. And once again, he's got kind of a deep team. And remember last year, they were they had a couple of injuries in the preseason. They didn't have an ace ball one for the first bunch of games. Jameer Watkins was out uh, in the preseason and missed the whole year. So I think VCU's the type of team that's going to get some love. And look, I think you know Temple in the AAC, I think if they kind of take last year, you know, they had all those injuries. They had the COVID issues the year before. They've gone through a lot of adversity. And yeah, they lost a couple of kids, but they also brought some transfers in. And I think that, look, they're not going to beat some of the top teams, but they could certainly be third or fourth in the AAC. So I think Temple and VCU, who ironically are playing each other this year in Philadelphia because they signed a home and home, I think those are two teams who could certainly improve and threaten for a uh, NCAA tournament berth. And I do think that it's going to be sort of a put up or shut up year for Aaron McKee over there at Temple as well. So I think that that's a little bit of a factor as well. you got to figure that those guys are going to be fighting very hard for them. And you mentioned a pair of teams in VCU and Temple that the one thing that I find in common with them, they were really bitten by the injury bug last season. And I do think that that is so important because you've got a few teams that they've got guys that are, I always like to use this term, out of sight, out of mind. Like with UC Santa Barbara, for example, I believe that it is Zach Harvey 
who wound up missing the entire season for them. A former top 150 recruit, he was coming in from Cincinnati and in his last year at Cincinnati, shooting 45% from three. Adding him along with Andre Kelly, who put up 13.5 points, 8.5 rebounds per game before he had his season cut short at Cal. I think that these are big things to take a look at, and I do think that some of the best value they're going to be able to find early on in the season are some of these teams that they did wind up having guys that either transferred and wanted redshirting, which is a rarity, but it still does wind up happening, or they wind up having a lot of guys that wind up having their season cut short by injury because so many people, when they wind up doing their research, they took a look solely at what wound up happening last season, but they don't go back and try to find out, okay, this guy was injured, but he was putting up like 12 points per game two seasons ago, something like that. And I think that those are some very good nuggets to look at as well. Yeah, injuries are certainly a factor and no preseason injuries. Of course, you always want to pay attention to if guys get hurt in preseason practice, you know, how important was their role going to be and everything. And, and, you know, these guys, obviously, as we talked about, they've been practicing for a while. They get some stuff in during the summer before they really go hardcore, you know, in September. But yeah, I mean, injuries and as you say, out of sight, out of mind, I think for people who don't do their research, this is why in July, you look at this sort of thing. You're like, oh, how's so-and-so doing? You know, is he going to be 100%? Is he going to the first couple games. What are those first couple of games? I've criticized VCU. I look, I love what VCU's done in terms of their schedule this year. I think it was a little lighter than it should be, considering they've got a team that's got pieces in all the right places and might have to contend for an at-large berth by getting non-conference victories. But you certainly want to look at scheduling spots and, and things like that determined by the injuries and who's available. I agree with you, and I do think that out there in the Atlantic Tenet conference that you're referring to quite a bit, I think it's going to be a really big year for them. As joining me on the podcast, we do have mid-major Matt. AK Matt Josephs had on the podcast about a week or so ago. Mike Corey, who calls a lot of those Friday games, and some of those games are just absolutely tremendous. It's a little bit of a standalone, which I wish we wanted getting a few more games on Friday. That's a discussion for another day. But with the Atlantic 10, you mentioned VCU. I think that they're going to be in for a very big season, one of the best teams in terms of being able to rip the ball away in all of college basketball. St. Louis with bringing back Javante Perkins and Yuri Collins, I think is going to be big for them. And then you wind up adding in their loyal Chicago and I could see a path to perhaps four or five bids out there in the Atlantic 10. And I feel like this conference really did a good job of being able to help themselves as well with all the coaching moves that we wound up seeing. Frank Barton going to UMass. You've actually got Fran Dunphy, who used to coach at Temple. You know why is it going to LaSalle? I don't have high expectations for LaSalle, but certainly that is going to be able to help them out a little bit. Archie Miller going to Rhode Island. And I just take a look at the entirety of the conference and out of all the conferences in college basketball, I would say that the offseason that the Atlantic 10 has had, it certainly is top five in terms of the player and coaching moves that they want to making. Yeah, and kind of just looking over the transfer list, you know, Richmond lost a ton, but they were selective shoppers, picking up uh, Bigelow from Wofford, Neil Quinn, who fits Coach Mooney's system to a T. You know, he's a big guy. He can shoot some threes. He can pass it. Draw, you know, rebounding's maybe not necessarily the best, but Coach Mooney wants his centers to be kind of guys who do all the other things. And then bringing up the Roche kid from the Citadel. He's a shooter. And so you get Tyler Burton to come back and you see that this roster, now look, the depth may not be the greatest, but Gustafson and Matt Grace are back. And so Richmond could be one of those teams. They're not going to be as good as last year. And I don't think they're going to surprise anybody like last year, but Richmond could take a step up once again. And then, as you mentioned, UMass with some of the selections they made in the transfer portal and having a guy like Frank Martin who legitimizes things uh, for a program that certainly needed something like that. You know, the dead are still the dead. LaSalle, as you 
you mentioned, still kind of dead. Duquesne, I'm worried about because they always have a lot of transfers leaving. St. Bonaventure, as we talked about, basically with nothing coming back, uh, the cupboard is very empty. But other teams have kind of helped themselves out a little bit and made sure to keep themselves in the conversation. And towards the bottom of the conference as well, Fordham losing Kyle Neptune. I think that that's really going to be a big impact for them because they were actually halfway competitive. They were halfway decent last year. Now the UI is going to Villanova and certainly he's not going to be able to replace Jay Wright. I don't know if there's any coach of college basketball that could, but that certainly is going to put Fordham behind the eight ball a little bit. But someone who's putting us ahead of the eight ball a little bit and doing a great job just taking a look at all things both college football and college basketball. That'd be you, Matt. I know that you're getting set for the college football season, and at the same time, you're doing a great job keeping tabs on everything that we're getting in college basketball as well. On top of that, day in and day out, you do a great job of handicapping the MLB board as well. So let the good people at home know they're able to follow you on social media and everything that you've got going on in general. Yeah, I'm in Major Matt on Twitter. The hamster wheel that is the sports world continues. The college football articles that I do for Athlon, they're coming up soon. I just sent off the first one, so we'll see when they start publishing them. Of course, I write win total articles for every team in, in college football and the NFL, so you'll certainly get my opinions on that. And any extraneous baseball bets that we know Greg doesn't necessarily do. I did see you dabbled a little bit in the K-Props uh, in your little uh, V-Sync contest. I know it didn't go your way, but it warmed my heart a little bit to see you put out a, a, a K-Prop on uh, uh, for the public consumption. We needed Nestor Cortez to get five and a half strikeouts. He goes seven innings and he goes four strikeouts. Go figure there. I should have just taken the total outs prop on that one. So that one wound up making me a little bit salty because we were doing the V-Sync pantathlon where you wound up having to take every single day a different type of bet. We had to do a prop on the final one. So I thought that we had some solid value there. And if you would have told me that Nestor Cortez was going to go seven innings, I would have said, yeah, I think that this one's going to go over, but it was not meant to be. But with that said, what was meant to be was a great chat today with mid-major Matt, a.k.a. Matt Josephs, who does an amazing job handicapping so many things. And for the namesake, as you know, does an amazing job with college basketball. So big thanks to him for joining me right here on Coast to Coast Hoops, now part of the VEASAN family of podcasts. And if you do like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops, you're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you've got a question, comment, segment, idea, whatever you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we go for those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at gunit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters M. They mean it does not matter. So as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. The other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated from there. You're able to find whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. I'll be coming at you guys every single day on this podcast during the offseason. It's the news and notes of college basketball along the conference previews once we get in-season. Fix an analysis on every single game, every single day. So I'll be coming at you guys once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.